You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Thunderquack podcast. There's a whole rigmarole, but none of it matters anymore. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, uh, Brian Mareski and JJ Samuel, who really honestly have been there since day one. Uh, you guys are yeah. awesome. Uh, thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon, obviously, because uh, uh, literally, very literally, we would not have made it 87 episodes into this debacle if it weren't for you people giving us money and forcing us to keep doing it. I was going to uh, say, are you who we have to blame because we're going yeah. to keep podcasting 10 years later? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. And I'm your other host, Amanda Conkin. Uh, we, were su- we were supposed to podcast in <laughs> Disneyland. Uh, I completely forgot. Yeah, I thought plan. about it a few times and it was just never like... So here's here's the reality of the situation. If it were myself, Amanda, and Crystal, it definitely would have happened. But because the kids were there, it was just like, nope, I'll even, I'll even, I'll even clarify more. So because Cassie is at the age and the developmental (laughs) stage that she's at, it was not going to happen because Cassie just wasn't having any of it in general. I mean, like she had fun. We had, we had a good time and everything, but like, yeah, I, she made she 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 made things difficult. She definitely made it a an exhausting trip, uh, more than just the Disneyland and uh, uh, Star Wars celebration of it. Um, I but in her defense, I uh, she's a COVID baby, and like she's never been around that many people <laughs> in her life, uh, much less for like a sustained nine days right well yes. uh, if you like sort of count if on if you count travel and everything is more like 10 so um it was a lot it was a long time yeah it was say, a long long trip i i love that i fig i sort of figured her out by day eight so that in day like the last day in disneyland there was great tricks where basically when Crystal couldn't hold her anymore because Crystal had to be holding her for eight days, mm-hmm. I would sort of give her this fake option where I was like, well, if you want to be held, I can hold you now. <laughs> or <laughs> you can be on the ground and be held by your mom later. <laughs> yeah. And it was always like the worst of like, but it was like a great trick to be like, okay. And if we wanted to get her back in the stroller, but she wanted to walk, or she wanted to be held. It's like, okay, well, either I can hold you or your mom can push you in the stroller. Yeah. And then she would always choose her mom option and would go back in the stroller. It was great. Yeah. It was a great way to like figure. But I did get to hold her a couple times in line, which was fun. So Yeah. 
She, when you yeah, don't have it, to like when you're not like forced. <laughs> it uh, yeah, you, you definitely have to do a lot of uh, and and again, this is like it's it's just the stage that she's at right now that you have to do a lot of uh, uh, coercion and negotiating um, that they're they're terrorists at this age. Um, like, and, and as much as we don't negotiate with terrorists, sometimes yes. you have to negotiate with, sorry, the your internet is still terrible. And I didn't oh, hear the last okay. thing that you said. It's okay. It, none of it matters. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I'm having internet. <laughs> so issues. all I'm hearing you talk about is terrorists out of context. <laughs> the con the cassie is is a terrorist that's what i'm saying i <laughs> an emotional terrorist okay. i i yeah but i uh, so for all of those reasons we weren't able to really record while we were there um uh it, it yeah it didn't end up making any sense and then like star wars celebration i feel like i didn't even hang out with you during star wars celebration no. Is that no. is that accurate? No. That is we very saw accurate. We saw Obi Wan Kenobi like together. That was it. We saw Kenobi. Yes. Yeah. That was it. But like, I basically just did a taster of Star Wars Celebration because, but because the second day there wasn't really anything that I was super keen on, and I was desperate for time by myself, so I just like got my nails done and like sat by the pool. So I like yeah. didn't even do star wars for the second day and then the third day like there was a few things that i wanted to see i didn't really get into stuff i kind of did my own thing you were in all the big panels and it was like just hard to get into the big panels so it's like we couldn't yeah. really like hang out i mean i got to do like a, a few cool things but it's I, like i don't know star wars celebration if you can't get into the big panels isn't is just like a fan con so it's like I don't know. It was it was an interesting experience from that side of things. I've, I haven't had a chance to like talk to you about Star Wars Celebration yet. And I'm curious like what you're... I will say the coolest thing is that I did bring my Frosted Flakes back. So I have my like Obi-Wan Dark Side Light yeah. Side Frosted Flakes. And so like had, had... So that made it all worth it. Like going to that Obi-Wan uh, screening. That's all I really needed from star Wars celebration. And it's kind of cool. Like I got to like hear about all the other stuff, but that was the thing that I like really like cared about a lot. And then mm -hmm. I just got to enjoy the rest of it. And mostly like my, like the stuff that I really liked about star Wars was actually the stuff that I wound up doing like at galaxy's edge and like building my lightsaber and like coming back, like people had like from Indonesia that I was like hanging out with had like followed me on Instagram and, and we just had a meeting today and they're like, did you build a lightsaber in galaxy's <laughs> edge? And I'm like, you sure did. So it's really cool. I had to, I like, our, my, like my boss was like late for that call. And so we were just like talking about lightsabers as he like joined and it's like, okay, what's happening? What's a kyber crystal? Anyways, it was, it was good though. So I don't know. I had, I had a great time, but I, yeah, we didn't really hang out at, at Star Wars Celebration and like, I didn't really, I didn't really do that much at all. Cause I didn't stay for the fourth day. Like you stayed for, for Sunday, but Mostly I yeah. like, yeah, I just hung out with Crystal and the kids. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I had, I had, um, Disney as I talked about, I think on the last episode, maybe, maybe only in the post show, but, um, 
Disney basically like invited me to to cover stuff at Star Wars Celebration, um, which I guess this is technically me covering it. Um, I mean, I post on social media and stuff as well, but I, I, and so I had uh, access to all of the, basically every panel on on the celebration stage, which is the the big main stage. I could get into um, if I wanted to. So I mean, there was stuff that I didn't want to. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I, I mean, like, I really wanted to spend more time with, uh, the girls doing stuff. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the kids programming sucked. I, uh, yeah. there was, there was about a day's worth of good kids programming. If you could even say that. And then they just literally copy pasted it for every day. Yeah. So if you yeah, were a kid yeah. that was there all four days, like my kids were, you were doing the same five experiences every day. The only things that changed was like there was a couple of crafts that were only on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I didn't look at what the crafts were on Sunday. Maybe they were different on Sunday as well. But Thursday and Friday it was the exact same thing. And then like the panels, quote unquote panels, like there was a lightsaber training that they did twice a day. Ashley Eckstein came down and did her mindful matters thing, which was literally just her telling you about the YouTube videos that they posted on the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel and then watching the YouTube videos with you like it like. Yeah, that was weird. um, And then the the costume parade uh, and. meet a droid which they were different droids every day but like it was the same thing uh and it just yeah they did not i don't feel that they had a children's entertainer running the kids stage which was their first big mistake i think they i think that somebody said oh i'll do that not really understanding how much work it is um right yeah because she was kind of doing her best but but you could tell that she was like a little bit flustered at points. Um, and then the volunteers in the kids area had no idea what they were doing. And the biggest thing, here's the biggest thing, the whole kids area, no food or drink, no yeah, food or drink in the kids area. Yeah. Cause it's just the craft area. And then this carpet in front of the stage. Well, one of the number one things about kids is that you got to keep their blood sugar up because if you let their blood sugar dip, you end up with a monster, right? So like, what, what are we going to, so you want us to like go around the corner to feed them every 20 minutes with a snack? Yeah. Like it was ridiculous. So I, it's, Crystal and I talked about it a bunch and it was like very clearly the, the people who organized the kids area either don't have kids or their kids are grown up and they've forgotten what it was like to have three and four year olds. Right. Or Um, they weren't actually like kids programmers because I did day camps for years without kids, but you learn the things that you need to do for kids programming. Like it's a specific skill set that you've got to like create. So, Yeah. yeah. So I, I, and, and there was, there was nothing active. That's I think probably the, biggest mistake other than the food thing is that there was nothing like there was nowhere for the kids to run around and play right yeah Yeah. and here's one of the things that drives me absolutely bananas about this one of the exhibitors in that in that very same expo hall is the kids stuff like 
literally like a two minute walk away from the kids stage was this company that does giant inflatable bouncy castles. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars bouncy castles. They have one that is a millennium Falcon bouncy castle. Yeah. And they didn't, and nobody was like, Hey, get one of those in here. Right. Yeah. Or maybe they did and yeah. maybe because of COVID or I don't know, but like, yeah, yeah. that was one the of the other big, close to the kids area. Like, come yeah, on. Well, but that was one of the other big letdowns is that like going into it, they were like, read pop was like, Oh, masks are mandatory. You got to have the little blue wristband, all of these things about like, you like, like, Oh, we're going to be so safe. And then you walked in on day one. No one was wearing masks. No one, yeah. some of the volunteers weren't wearing masks. Yeah. They were like the actual masks. staff weren't wearing masks. And it's just like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Um, I'm, I am very surprised that more people haven't gotten sick. I, uh, we had a little bit of a scare, I uh, amongst our group. I, I, but like, I, I, I've honestly only heard of one person who got like, who has gotten sick since. Um, yeah, that's impressive. That which was the person that I came in contact with, and then I took a test, and it was like, uh, I don't know. I'll I I will tell it because like I I took one test. The first test that I took came back positive, just like a home test, right? So large margin for error because they're home tests, I think. <laughs> but I uh, I uh, the first one came back positive. Crystal also tested the girls at that point um because because i had been exposed so it was like okay like we're gonna we're gonna we were gonna test on the saturday anyways but we did it a day early because we found out about this person this person who had also like who had covid during celebration um and uh and so so i tested positive and then like we waited a little bit and then did another one that same night that one came back negative and then we did another one the next morning and that one came back negative. And it was like, okay, how many self-tests are we going to burn through to confirm that I, in fact, am negative? Because I have zero symptoms, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which doesn't mean that that you do, don't necessarily have it. But like, it's like, okay, if I've done three tests, one came back positive and then two came back negative and I have no symptoms, what's the more likely scenario here? Is it that, is it that you know, I... I we've got one false positive or that two false negatives and no symptoms. Right. So, um, I mean, I'm still, uh, as has been the case throughout the entire pandemic, I wear a mask when I go out in public. So Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I, I I just, when I went to the grocery store yesterday, I just wore two masks. It was like, you you know, I'll just be better safe than sorry, but it like, no, none of us have any symptoms. None of us are sick. So, um, Other than regular allergies, because spring came very late in Vancouver. I don't know if anybody else is experiencing this uh, in other places in the world. But all of a sudden, it's like, because the cottonwood trees, usually, I feel like they, they, you know, spread their obnoxious cottonwood fluff in, like, (laughs) April, May. And it's just happening now in June, which is really weird. But... uh, we broke the planet, so it's not that weird. Um, it's just it's fair. not typical. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, like my, my nose currently doesn't function, but my nose doesn't function from about like the end of March until like November. And then in November it's like, Oh, I can breathe, but it's cold. So it, you know, it's uh, I just have a runny nose for the next three months. Uh, does that math work it's out? Very I think it does. It's very descriptive. I, I'm appreciating it. Yeah. I, I, this is, this is just the nature of people who have allergies. I think anybody <laughs> else who has allergies knows what this is. Um, and lives in a place with seasons. I, I, California was actually really refreshing because like nothing grows there. So I, <laughs> cause it's, cause it's just desolate heat. If it weren't for the fact that there are cities, it would just be like next to nothing. Right. Um, yeah particularly in anaheim right it would just be because it's just so dry um there's nothing in the air other than smog other than pollution so i uh, uh, which whatever my body can handle that it can, it's the nature that my body rejects it's like oh this artificial stuff that's fine um, okay so there's two negative things that have happened to me since i've gotten back and like yeah. one of them is that my face was really red like i i like actually went to the dermatologist a couple times before i left for indonesia um and while i was gone it was fine like my face was just fine and i feel mm. like the redness is coming back now that i'm back and i'm like oh my goodness so i just need to like put on lotion like seven times a day but like it was a thing where i put on sunscreen every morning like i put on like a facial sunscreen and my sister's like maybe that was just what it was you were just putting on lotion every day but i'm like i i feel like i put lotion on every morning but maybe I just don't. I need to be con more conscious about it. So I don't know what it is, but there is something about weather for sure. And then also I got my first, like, there's some times where my, like, I just, my chest just feels like it's sort of caving in on itself. Um, and like, I, I honestly feel like it's a type of indigestion, but I haven't gotten it the whole time that I've been away. And then I, I came back and ate like a lot of cheese. <laughs> and I think maybe my body was just like stop it <laughs> and so like i just felt really like garbage on saturday yeah that's called and, heartburn and I, and amanda like, i know i know like I, i'm pretty sure it's heartburn <laughs> but it just it feels like i can't breathe like i don't know it's just i'm like is that heartburn it feels yeah maybe like maybe I'm being maybe crushed. ease up on the cheese a little bit i love cheese michael and i didn't eat cheese that much while i was away have you so, like i just came back and just ate have cheese have you like, watched rescue rangers yet no no okay no is it about cheese <laughs> uh i mean like like so uh, the 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 conceit of that movie is that chip and dale are actors it's it's okay. it's who framed roger rabbit right like it's a modern <laughs> who framed roger rabbit so they're actors who played chip and dale rescue rangers uh, and it's like it's uh, there's like sort of the whole like oh, oh we used to be big stars sort of thing and the 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 thing they 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 the the group splits up because of dramatic reasons and the reason the thing that brings them back together is that monterey jack is in trouble and gets uh, uh goes missing right uh -huh. like um, the cheese monterey jack i don't know yeah and what do you not did you not watch rescue rangers no i don't know what this oh is oh my god amanda <laughs> so you're, monterey you're like jack is a character idiot okay yeah i'm talking okay. to you as if you lived in the 90s <laughs> i'm sorry that i didn't watch the same things you did yeah 
I this is this is actually really upsetting to me that you have no frame of reference for the rescue rangers. I have no frame of reference. No, I like you and Crystal both seemed a little too into Chippendale, and I was like, why do you like Chippendale? I don't get it. Well, okay, so Chippendale for me is even it predates rescue. I mean, I don't know that it necessarily predates rescue rangers, but there's the Disney cartoon from like it's from like the 50s or 60s i think it's from the 60s the pluto's christmas tree it's one of the like that i know that it's one of the shorts yeah and it's and it's like like that is it is not christmas if i haven't watched that short i know chippendale from that that's how i know chippendale okay so that that is my first and foremost frame of reference but chippendale rescue rangers is one of the best cartoons ever made like it's like did you not watch disney afternoon like you you watch ducktales though right i mean i have never really talked to you about this mike because i feel like i've been avoiding it i had at one point in time seen at least a few episodes of ducktales but i did not in with regularity watch ducktales so so of the disney afternoon shows which ones do you have familiarity with? Is Gargoyles one of them? Yep. Okay, Gargoyles. And I like I don't know what we're I don't know what Disney Afternoon was. So Okay, so can I Google so, it and then and then tell no, you. No, no, I can I'll just list them off. I'll just list them off. You just okay, and just say okay. yes or no. Okay. okay. Gummy okay. bears. That's gonna be a no. That's you didn't no. watch gummy bears. No. So DuckTales, we've already established as a no. Rescue Rangers is a no. Correct. Uh, Darkwing Duck. Isn't that the same as... Oh my god. The other no. No, I didn't no Darkwing Duck is not also DuckTales. They are different shows. Are you sure? Oh! You maybe I watched DuckTales... Maybe I watched DuckTales, but not Darkwing Duck. Not with any regularity, but I have you know, seen a You know that the on. network... that You know that the podcast you're on right now is I know, named it's called after... The Thunder Quack. Yes, I know. I get it. Yes. That's okay. why I've never talked to you about it before, Michael. <laughs> okay. Goof Troop. No. Goof, Goof Troop seems like it would have been up your alley. I, I no? mean, I would have... I Again, I probably turned it on and watched it yeah. sporadically. What were the you doing after watched, school on weekdays? The, the only show I watched with regularity as a as like a as like a child that I remember was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That was the only show okay. that I remember, and then Friends as well. But that was probably when okay. I was more of a like older kid. But like yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was the thing that I like I like remember in my school. got home to watch. Got home to watch, and then okay. the evenings. Like my high school was like I watched Roswell with a friend and like we would we would stay on the like landline talking until twelve o'clock at night about each episode after it ha- after it aired. So like okay, but I don't. I'm not done yet. Like so younger. Child. So okay, keep going. So gargoyles, you said yes. Uh, yes, I'm familiar with gargoyles. Yes. Okay. I uh, bonkers. That's gonna be a no. Yeah, that's a no. I don't know. He was like he was a bobcat that was a cop. Um, oh, I mean, again, I'm sure I, I like, because it's, it, that it's not like in, like, it's not that I don't understand that, like, I have a frame of reference for that when you say that. Oh, I knew I was missing one. I knew I skipped over one. Tailspin. Oh, uh, wasn't that with a plane? Yeah. And it was, it's Baloo, the bear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
but I sure, uh, like I, the bad guy. Again, I would have I would have watched a few episodes of it, but not like okay. with regularity. Yeah, I did. I did those. I actually did those in in chronological. Actually, I don't. I'm not sure if Gargoyles or Goof Troop came out first. I think actually. I'm going to go ahead and say Gargoyles predates Goof Troop, which I think I, I think I flipped that order, but I tried to do that in chronological release order. So um, there's other stuff that came on afterwards. There's a show called Marsupilami, but Marsupilami was like, yeah, it was never really, it wasn't on much, but I mean, not to be like a jerk, but like, I, I usually didn't come home after school. I usually hung out with my friends and we would just like do stuff. And it was a thing that I didn't really realize. But, like I've, but, I've, been, I've been talking to her about it recently. I'm, like, I'm talking about elementary school. I'm not talking about... This isn't like middle school or high school or junior yeah, high. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I this, know. Okay. Penticton was I, different then because it's like... Because there was no hanging great, out after school in, I mean, my in Richmond. Always, they would either always come to my house or we would go to Celeste's house because it was so close to the school. Like, we both lived so close to the school and we would just hang out and like have snacks and like in like second and third girls. grade uh maybe like fourth and fifth grade but like definitely fourth and fifth grade and then second and third grade maybe like but like yeah i like i just always like i just always hung out with friends uh did you watch saved by the bell That's that that's re- going to be really interesting for the uh, the adventure yeah, we're about to embark on. I know. That you I know. didn't watch Saved by the Bell because Student Bodies is literally like it's yeah, it's Canadian have, Saved by the Bell. Like, but I have references for these things. Like, I understand pop culture, and I have yeah. since like watched episodes of them and understood them. But they didn't permeate my childhood in the same way. Like I like I like until my summer of star wars i don't remember being obsessed with tv like that's the first like that's my first point of reference and i could i could probably find out the the exact date because it was the year that my cousins came to visit from poland because i remember getting in so much trouble because these like international Mm -hmm. relation like relatives were visiting and they were all in the pool and everybody was over and i was inside watching star wars and that's so like that i like remember that but that's like sort of my first threshold of like watching television and like watching movies and not doing things. So it it would only be after whatever that date was that like, I really started watching television with regularity and like obsession. So like as a child, I don't think I really did the same in the same way. I can't believe that we've done 87 episodes of this, that we did 200 episodes of quiver uh, that we've been friends for Mm -hmm like 20 years yes i mm-hmm. uh, and i uh, i we just we just went to disneyland together and i'm just now learning that you didn't watch disney afternoon i know <laughs> that like you have no frame of reference have, for ducktales or you Goof were Troop so excited Michael, Rangers. when you told me that you were naming the podcast network thunderquack yeah. you were so excited I didn't know who Darkwing Duck was when you oh decided God. to name the podcast Thunderquack. Like I feel, I, I feel a, like, like the general, last ten years have been a lie. I know, but, I, but I'm very good at pretending. 
lying. Like, lying. Like, it's, no, it's not lying. I have never once said that I really like uh-huh. DuckTales. Uh-huh. I have never. I yeah. have enjoyed the reboot of DuckTales was enjoyable for the two episodes that I watched. That's all well, I've let, ever admitted to on this podcast. Let me let me tell you something, Amanda. I had another co-host previously who was silent about a lot of things, and I thought okay. they I thought that they were agreeing with me because of their silence, and it turned out that that wasn't the case. I <laughs> Okay. People can put people can go ahead and put those puzzle pieces together and figure out what I'm talking about. I I Wait, do I, I have to put those puzzle pieces together? I feel I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> I <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> I feel I feel like I feel like this has just all been a sham. I I don't if, I, I can't mean, keep going. I I know, I, but like I don't know, you and Curtis are the ones that had the Disney Dads thing and like I just thought that I had to be part of the network. I didn't realize that Cartoon Afternoon was a prerequisite. I Pluto's no, Christmas Cartoon Day? Afternoon was the name of our show. Disney Afternoon is the actual thing. We were we okay. were avoiding whatever it was legal. You were, I get uh, it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But Pluto's Christmas Tree, I can genuinely say that I watched and enjoyed. Okay, it. and that is my Chippendale reference. Damn. So well, then I I will not tell you this because you won't care because <laughs> okay. apparently you didn't watch any cartoons <laughs> as a kid, so none of the jokes will be funny to you. I. <laughs> Rescue Rangers was awesome. Cara and I watched it on the airplane uh, on the way to California. Um, I I spent $100 in the airport because I forgot my uh, uh, headphone splitter. And even if I had remembered it, I would have realized that I didn't have headphones with uh, uh, whatever the, the... the jacket 116th jack what i think it's right. 116th the like a you know like a 1.6 yeah. yeah um i yeah so so i like because you can't split bluetooth and oh right yeah right yeah um yeah. so yeah so i had to i had to i had to buy a bunch of accessories at the airport <laughs> so that we could watch the movie together but we did I uh, uh, and it was totally worth it because yeah we had a very good time watching Rescue Rangers on the plane. Um, yes. It's it it's so good. I mean, like uh, even if you don't care about the cart the the cartoon references and stuff like that, you probably still enjoy it because it's still yeah. it's it's Andy Samberg and um, John Mulaney are are oh no way Chip and Dale flip them but they're Chip and Dale. John Mulaney is Amazing. Chip and and Andy Samberg is Dale. Um, and it's uh, Akiva. Akiva, is it Akiva Goldsman? That feels racist. <laughs> He's, he is he is Jewish. It's okay. I'm allowed. Um, oh my god, it's that's gonna bug me. But uh, I'm sorry one that of, I can't help you because I don't. Know he's one of the other guys from Lonely Island because there's three of them. There's Andy Samberg, Akiva, whatever his name is, and um, and the third guy. Um, gotcha. Uh, he he i think maybe wrote and directed i can't i don't know who wrote it but why is it stop telling me about sandman imdb i don't care um maybe i'll watch it maybe i'll watch it you'll watch it because it looks so emo and so like oh we're really cool because we're edgelords um let me look up rescue rangers i am i am still just like i am floored that you didn't watch rescue rangers as a kid that like akiva, just... akiva schaefer 
I mean, again, shaker. it's not like I never watched it. I just didn't watch it with regularity. I definitely watched Disney cartoons as a child. I watched Disney Akiva movies. Akiva Goldman is somebody more. else. Akiva Goldman is a different screenwriter. So I wasn't just making up a Jewish person. <laughs> a just just so we're all clear. Just so we're all clear. I'm allowed to make up Jewish people. Also, let's <laughs> yes. be clear about that. Like, if, you know that's also weird? fine. But Lula yeah. Borg. Flula Borg, Flula Borg. Really interesting. Yeah. It's just, it's that's it. a name. It's definitely that's a name. A, but it's also like, I don't know. He's just such an interesting, like, character actor. Anyways, yeah. I will watch this. This looks good. This cast looks great, and it seems cool. I have to say, I didn't know that there was a movie out called Chippendale Rescue Rangers as well. So I'm very excited that you have enlightened me that this is a movie that exists. I. I mean, like, I, th- I, th- I think that you should, I think you should watch it. Yeah. Just to, yeah. I mean, so in any case, in the cartoon series, Rescue Rangers, okay, Monterey Jack is a character. He's a mouse that hangs out with Chip and Dale and then their, and their other friends, Gadget and Zipper. Gadget is also a mouse, but she, she builds all this stuff because it was the yeah. 80s, so. You have to I, have somebody on your team who builds that. all this stuff. And then Zipper is the fly, right? And uh, Monterey Jack's weak spot is cheese. He he loves cheese. Okay. And so they, they have like an analogy. It's it's like the, the joke in this is that stinky cheese is like it's cartoon mouse drugs. Like, ah, like, so he's, so it. he's in deep with Sweet Pete because he's like, c- because of uh, his debt from buying stinky cheese. Ah, um, okay. Yeah. Um, because okay. it makes his mustache goes all twirly and his eyes go, go wobbly and stuff. Um, Cute. D- have you seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Or when I say that, do you just know that as a pop culture reference and not as an actual movie? <laughs> I was really hoping. I did again. You I have seen I, it at some point I in your think life. I watched it at some point in my life and I definitely rode the ride and I definitely understand the ooga and the like girl, but I don't, if you, if you gave me a million dollars right now, I could not tell you the plot of that movie. Um, okay. I watched recess. That was way later. I'm trying to look, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, now you're making me think that I didn't watch any cartoons as a child and weekenders. Um, you watched weekenders, right? I watched weekenders. I watched yeah. Rugrats. I watched recess. I watched animaniacs. Okay. Um, I watched like, cause, but like, these are all sort of skewed in these weird, like age ranges where I'm like, did I watch anything before I hit kindergarten? I don't think we watched a lot. Like, I don't think my parents like plunk, like, I'm sure I watched Barney or something. Like, I don't know. Maybe that was my sister. I, like, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, Barney would be more yeah. like your, that's more your sister's. Magic even like she, she's not that far off in age range from us, but no, but, but See, yeah. I remember I had friends that were obsessed with Sailor Moon, but I never really got into Sailor Moon. I remember watching the X-Men, um, like series Rockwell's modern life. I remember seeing a little bit of, Oh, Captain so- Planet. Teenage you didn't you Ninja didn't Turtles. really start what so when when what year did you become obsessed with Star Wars? What year is that? Ninety six? I have to go 
I have to go back and, and see exactly when. But yeah, it, it would have been when I was like 10 or something. Like, I, I don't think it was before yeah. that. I'm but guessing it was 96 no because when you start naming stuff off, you're talking about stuff like when you talk about Rocco's Modern Life and Rugrats. And I mean, like Rugrats is older yeah. than that, but Rugrats became super popular around 95, 96. Really, actually, 96, 97 is sort of the peak of it when the movie came out. But I. Uh, yeah, so like 96, I would say, is probably right right when you, which would make sense for why Gargoyles is on, on your radar, because yeah, Gargoyles started in like 92 90. or 93, it but it's Gargoyles, no, Gargoyles didn't start in 1990. Gargoyles is 92 at the earliest. Oh, 1994 to 96, yeah. Gargoyle is 94? Really? Is it that late? Yeah. Well, uh, okay, I don't know. Yeah. This scary mommy blog about the 90s cartoons that I'm reading yeah. says that it's from 1994. Yeah, 94. So, like, you would, I mean, it, yeah, you yeah. you would have cut, you would have caught it in reruns, basically, later on. Um, Probably. What, but, what was uh, the year the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? So, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was 1993, and I yeah, remember it being the first, the first or second season of that. So, like, 93 is when I was watching television, like 93, 94. Because I would so, have been what, like, like seven or eight? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, because like, so, I just, yeah, I viscerally remember taping the Green Ranger. The thing about Power Rangers is that it feels like a longer period of time than it was because yeah. they put out so many episodes in such a short period of time so season one is like a hundred episodes it's a it's ridiculous bananas yeah yeah, how many episodes are in season one and then the movie happens no sorry and then season two happens in which they get the the mythic zords right the the griffin and phoenix and all those ones um and then and then the movie happens where they the get movie was nineteen ninety five. Yeah, me and my sister loved that, and yeah, that's when so, I stopped watching it. So, like, I watched it from ninety three to ninety five because I only yeah. watched the first, the first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like, I didn't watch any of the iterations. Um. Well, so Mighty Morphin went on for another season ish after the movie. Mm-hmm. because the like those zords were the were zords, on this, yeah. the show as well they had three mm-hmm. versions of the zords before they switched over to zeo and zeo was the first time that like they changed the suits because right. for people who don't know power rangers is built off of a show from japan called super sentai and super sentai every year is a new is a brand new show even though it's still Super Sentai. So it's like they change the cast, they change the costumes, they change the Zords, all of that stuff, basically every season. Only in the last, like, 10, 15 years have they started, like, they'll have, like, follow-up seasons to some of them. But but most of the time, it's like it's one and done per season. Um, mm-hmm. And But when Power Rangers became a huge thing here, they basically reshot all of the, like, out of the costume stuff and then used all the costume yeah. stuff as, like, yeah. and then just dubbed over it, right? Um, but when it, when it caught on and they were like, well, we're out of episodes, um, for Zeo Ranger is, is, is what the original Mighty Morphin is based off of, which is the dinosaur ones. 
uh, when they ran out of those episodes, then they went, okay, well, we'll keep them in the same outfits, but I, I, and we'll just like reuse other footage and stuff like that. But, uh, but the Zords will, will, will update with new Zords because then we can sell more toys. Right. And so they did that. And then Tommy becomes the white Ranger. And and it's like, if you, if you notice, like in any of the Japanese footage, you never see the white Ranger with the other power Rangers. You only ever see that when they've got their helmets off or like when it's the American footage, because, because they're literally from different seasons. They're from different shows. And actually the white Ranger in the Japanese version, if you ever watch Power Rangers again and watch the White Ranger stuff, you'll notice this because it stands out like crazy. The White Ranger in that storyline in the Japanese one is actually a kid, like a little kid. Whoa. And when he morphs, he turns into an adult or teenager, oh. right? Like, but like an adult because they're not teenagers yeah. in the original series. But mm-hmm. so. So his mannerisms, he's a, he's like adult size. He's the size of an adult oh, right, man. Yeah, I, but he's a child. But he acts like he like jumps around and dances and stuff like that. And he's oh. very silly, which is totally antithetical to, to Tommy's <laughs> character. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there's yeah. this really weird disjointed stuff. So they don't actually use a lot of that footage when Tommy becomes the White Ranger. Um but yeah, and that is, so they did that. They went through that three times with the original Mighty Morphin, and then Mighty Morphin turned into Zeo. By the time that we get to Zeo, the only cast members that are still there is basically uh, Tommy, uh, Kimberly, and Billy are the only ones that are left. Right. Everybody else yeah. has switched out for different actors yeah. throughout the course of that, and then and then Kimberly leaves. Actually, maybe no. Amy Jo Johnson left before Zio. Yeah, because it's the I, Australian I feel like she girl left for Zio. Relatively early on, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. And then and then it eventually becomes Turbo, which is the second movie. Um and that was where they that was when they tanked it. Everything was fine. Like Power Rangers was still going. Zio was still a fairly popular show, although I never really like I had sort of moved off of Power Rangers at that point. But um they did turbo and they tried to do exactly what I just described for that Japanese one for the white Ranger. They did that with the blue Ranger in turbo. Um, and they made it a kid, but the kid was super annoying, just totally obnoxious. And they missed the point because they were like, Oh, we'll make one of them a kid so that the kids watching can see themselves on screen as a power Ranger. And it's like, Oh, you've missed the point. Yeah. Eight to 13 year olds don't want to see eight to 13 year olds on screen. That's not who they they look up to. They want to see 16 to 18 year olds, right? Like that's, that's who they are idolizing. And that's one of the reasons why Power Rangers was popular. Cause it was like, well, if you're an eight year old and you see cool teenagers that in retrospect are super lame teenagers, I, (laughs) I hanging out at the juice bar, teaching karate classes, right? Like, just the just the biggest wieners ever you know uh but i i yeah like like but little kids look up to them and are like i want to be a power ranger and they totally miscalculated on that and it just like they lost the audience on that season Uh so interesting yeah um but yeah but i mean like there was other good stuff in there because then because then they did space and they did lost galaxy which were both good seasons 
but that was when like space was when they went okay now it's like zordon and alpha i think were the only things that stuck around from that everything else changed um but then lost galaxy was was totally different lost galaxy was the first time that they were like they were like this is it's the future like it's the future and another planet (laughs) like they went i definitely yeah as far away as possible that stuff um, got so far beyond me. It was really just that it was really just a classic for it. And I'm realizing it's it's 94, 95, 96 that I really started getting into into stuff because I'm realizing that's sort of when Friends started and but like yeah, I I don't think I yeah. watched enough prior. I watched TGIF very religiously. The very first like like time TGIF and we've talked about this before, but like whenever TGIF premiered, that's the stuff I watched and I watched it with mm. my with my family. But like I watched late night stuff. Like we didn't but this, watch this, this stuff is, right after school. Like I never really. Yeah, this is where this is where I find it interesting that you weren't ever converted over to Disney Afternoon because in September, in August and September every year, there would be a Friday night where they where Disney Afternoon would take over TGIF to show off whatever the new show was. So the first time that they did this, like, like okay. that it was a big deal was for Darkwing Duck. And I like, I remember that night for two reasons. Darkwing Duck, obviously very big influence on my life. I, I, <laughs> you know, as we talk on the Thunder Quack podcast, um, that is also the first night that I ever had pizza. <laughs> that I ever ate pizza. So, cause before that Whoa. I was like, ew, pizza's Whoa. gross. Even though I'd never tried it. And even though I was a huge Ninja Turtle fan. No um, and, but no. that night, cause we, as a family all like gathered in the rec room in my house to watch the one hour premiere of Darkwing Duck on TGIF. And we ordered Pizza Hut and I uh, like this is like a this is like a top five moment in my life like like it's it's like it's up there wow. like this is one of my yeah, most vivid intense. memories of being because that would have been 91 92 I think 91 or 92 91 I don't know uh when did Darkwing Duck premiere so we're just looking up and all that's this so stuff. interesting because okay so I would have started watching it in the 93 I'm looking at this and I like I don't think I was watching it in 90 in 90 or 91 but 92 because i remember step by step yeah family matters full house september 6 1991 was the first episode of of darkwing duck yeah wow yeah i I, and i have it's been eating at me this entire time that we've been doing thunderquack that i um just been living a lie i I keep feeling like i i keep feeling like i need to watch darkwing duck the problem (laughs) is that yes darkwing duck is awesome Yes, DuckTales and Rescue Rangers and Tailspin and even to a lesser degree, Goof Troop and and, uh, Gummy Bears and some of the other shows like they are great cartoon shows and they absolutely hold up for kids. (laughs) But if you weren't there, like, yeah, I just I can't like recommend Darkwing Duck to a person in their 30s who's never watched it. Yeah. Because, like, no, it's not, like, you don't want to watch. The new DuckTales series, I can. Like, the new DuckTales series, I can go, like, I, like, if you like animation and if you like cartoons, like, if, if you're, like, a a cartoon fan, 
then definitely check out DuckTales because it's like it's got more in common with like Gravity Falls or Adventure Time than it does with uh, with the original series, in my opinion. But um, maybe not Adventure Time. That's probably not right. But but like it's you know, it's much it's a much more modern cartoon series and it's written by adults for adults watching with their kids right i i like it's it is all ages fun as opposed to like those original shows like darkwing duck as much as as much as my dad definitely would have sat and watched darkwing duck with me from time to time i don't think that he was ever like this is really great storytelling (laughs) i think it was just like yep the, the 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 duck got hit in the head by a thing it's funny i uh, you know i i but yeah i so I, it's it's really difficult for me to say like yeah go watch darkwing duck um right. but for me it's like like the nostalgia is obviously very heavy so uh, with all that stuff with the whole disney afternoon but uh yeah man oh man th- th- this is this is rough this is, this is earth shattering, Amanda. You've really, this is, like, you've I mean, what a way to foundation. end the Thunderquack podcast. I, I just, I, know. I feel like it's a good bookend. I don't I just, know. It, I feel the like fact, it's some closure. The fact that we were at Disneyland together is just feel, <laughs> it feels like such a betrayal. But such like, a betrayal. I have a different experience with Disneyland. Did you, yeah. were you as attached to the princess movies as I was? Because that's my childhood. That's my Disney. I rewatched well, the princess mean, movies like, yeah, all like, the time. If we're if we're talking about Disney Renaissance stuff, you're talking about like from Little Mermaid, yeah, through to Tarzan, right? Then yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah, I grew up on that stuff too, and Little even the older Mermaid, stuff. I, I mean, like Great Great, Great Mouse Detective was one of my favorite movies for a really long time, um, oh, and that that predates is so that. good. Oh yeah, Great. That Mouse is Detective? one that like absolutely so holds up. It's so oh, yeah. so underrated. I think like it's oh, one yeah. of the ones that people forget about. It's such a good movie. It's so, so well done, especially it's because so, it's, it it's so in that freaky. era of like forgotten ones, right? Oh, like, yeah. Great Mouse but Detective it was so freaky. Adventures like Radigan. Yeah. Professor Radigan is just like, I don't know. It blew my mind that like, uh, that's my first reference for Sherlock. And I yeah. didn't understand it until many years later. Like yeah. it took me a while after understanding Sherlock to be like, oh my gosh, that's a great mouse. You know what? I wonder if I've seen The Great Most Detective since I knew that it was Sherlock. I don't think I've rewatched it. And I think that that would be, that would be something. Maybe I'll, have your kids seen it? I feel like it would be a thing that I would yeah, come and watch we with watched the girls. It. We watched yeah. it. Um, but like, I, I feel like I could rewatch that movie for sure. Oh, the yeah, thing like, is, is that we've watched a lot of that stuff and then Cara forgets it immediately because right, we've yeah. watched so many yeah. things. So yeah, <laughs> it'll be like the first time for her again. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, no. So I like I mean like I absolutely grew up on that stuff on all that classic Disney stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and the, like that's, this is the that's difference what we would I do. I was I, raised by the TV. So like right. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I mean I'm the third kid and my brother has special needs. So it's like it was like <laughs> yeah, here's a here's here's a comic book, here's a video game, go watch some TV. We're busy. Right? Like right. like that was yeah. like you're a picky eater, have a bowl of cereal for dinner and <laughs> watch power rangers and gargoyles and darkwing duck i'm gonna investigate with my my family now what my childhood was when i was really little and and like go on because i don't have like i remember watching a lot of television and my mom getting Mm. mad at me for it but that's when i was like 
old enough to be do like I should have been doing others. Like again, there's like a switch. I think 94 onward, I really became obsessed with television. But I think before that I really like I don't I don't remember like I don't have that much like I don't know how much I watched of of TV. But like we would I would put movies on all the time, like the VHSs and like Great Must like we had all of the classic stuff and like but now I'm wonder I'm like wondering what like how like how how that like I don't know what I did. Like I went to brownies after school. I guess like I like I I did a, a bunch of activities in elementary school. Yeah, I just I went to I just went to like after school care. <laughs> oh, see, and, my and it it was a thing that my mom did a lot of stuff with us when we were little. Like my mom was a brownie hmm. leader, and she would like we did we did brownies, we did girl guides. We did swimming lessons. We did like, a, so I feel like I just did a bunch of that stuff when I was really young. And then I had like, we would just have play dates. And I like, again, me and Celeste, like this friend that I have that I was, is still one of my like closest friends. We met on the first day of kindergarten and we hung out like all the time. Cause she, she lived right across from the school and we lived like just around the Creek from the school. And we both had sisters that were the same age. So it was just really easy for mm. us to hang out together. Cause our sisters could hang out together. And so like, that's I remember that in yeah. my childhood. I, I mean, like I had I had my friends in my neighborhood that I hung out with. I I went cross boundary when I was in elementary school when we lived in Richmond. So Ooh. um like like from grade one on. So it was really only mm-hmm. kindergarten that I was in the same neighborhood as my friends. A little bit of grade one. And then we moved mm-hmm. we moved across the street, but we stayed at the same school. When I say across the street, we moved like across one of the main streets closer to one of the other elementary schools. But I had a friend in my neighborhood, Chris, Chris Wu, uh, which like I really wish that I could reconnect with him, but try and find Chris Wu in Vancouver. Um, oh, no. Yeah, impossible. I, I, and like we used to hang out all the time. Like we'd hang out. The thing like I would go to, to my after school thing to to daycare or whatever. I, I, and like, I'd be there until like five, five thirty Cause my, both my parents worked full time, like in, until five o'clock. So one of them would come pick us up and then we would go home at which point it was like dinner and then bed. Right. So weeknights were like, like the kids that I went to daycare with were my friends. Like they, we went to school together. And so those were my friends, but I, then on the weekends I would hang out with Chris and it was like, yeah, man, like uh, Saturday morning we wake up, I would watch cartoons and then I would get on my bike and either go, either I would go to his house and we probably use these things called telephones. They're kind of like cell yeah. phones, but they're attached to a wall and you have, um, to, you have to actually, you have, you have to like know the number that you want to call. It's, you can't just like yell at it to, Hey, call this person. Um, which why would you even do that? Why don't you just send them a text message? But uh, yeah, like I would, I would call Chris after X Men probably or Spider. I think X Men was after Spider Man, so I call him after X Men and be like, "Hey, like, where are we doing?" And it's like, well, the same thing that we do every Saturday. And one of us would ride a bike over to the other person's house, and then we would just play video games and watch more cartoons, like or TV shows, what a Power Rangers or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Occasionally, we might get to go to the movies or something, but. Like that was, I don't know. And, and, and we would also ride our bikes around the neighborhood and cause trouble. But, um, but yeah, it was a lot of like, just, uh, 
I'm I'm going out with Chris. Okay, be back when the streetlights come on, and then uh, my parents would discover that I was just at his house. We were just like playing with his toys and watching TV, <laughs> or vice versa. And it was always like, oh, <laughs> what did you guys do? And it's that we just did the same thing that we always do. But uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely I watched Pinky and the Brain. Every yeah. time somebody says that phrase it always makes me say oh 100 we watched animaniacs we didn't watch animaniacs that's, that's... <laughs> animaniacs and the simpsons are how i think our generation learned what pop culture was like please, between, from please those two things don't get mad i didn't Did watch you... the simpsons you didn't watch well, that's i can understand that not everybody watched the simpsons um yeah it's a it's a real it's a real thing because andrew and james don't have a lot in common Every now and then, one of them will say something, and the other one will like respond to it, and it's how yeah. I know that they're talking about the Simpsons. Like yeah. it'll be something obscure, but they'll both talk about it, and they'll both understand I'm, each other. And I'm like, oh, this is a Simpsons reference. I'm annoyed at that concept because <laughs> really? I can I can hear Andrew <laughs> quoting Saying verbatim since Simpsons <laughs> stuff for like five minutes straight. Like I can, I can visually in my brain see him playing three or four roles while everybody else sits around and goes, Oh my God, is he doing this again? Is he seriously doing this again? Like, yeah, we get it. That one episode of the Simpsons is funny. Stop it. You know, Um, because no, it's usually like a one-off because, but like that, this is a, this is a type of person. This is a like Simpsons. Anybody who's still quoting The Simpsons on a regular basis that is in their 30s in the year 2022 is a very specific person. And I know I know about six of these guys. They're all men. There are no women that do this, which is which is which should be something that really cues clues you in that this is like it's a problematic behavior. It's not a good behavior. I yeah, no, I mean, like I love early Simpsons. I think that The Simpsons is some of the smartest television writing that's that's ever been produced right but like people people say yeah but but also but also like like there are certain things there's a i uh anytime anybody says dental plan there's like a there's a there's an episode and it's just like there's a it's a recurring bit in the Simpsons. It happens a, a few times, but there's like a thing where like Homer's wrestling with some, some stuff. And it's like dental plan, Lisa needs braces. And it's just like this, this thing like goes around in his head. And so it's like, it's like almost musical in the way that it plays out. So it's like, it's, it's like burned into my memory. So anytime anybody says that it's like, there's a few of those things. There's also anytime somebody says that they're having trouble sleeping, it's like, can't sleep. Clown will eat me is like a, classic simpsons reference uh uh but but yeah it's when it's when it's when people start like going into their bit that people will do it with austin powers and they'll also do it with monty python and i hate it these are all the same person by the way like like they're all the same person like i no, i don't want to hear your fat bastard impression i really Uh, don't i really don't because because of all of the impressions in Austin Powers, that's the that's the sloppiest one. That's like that is like the lowest bar 
anybody can do a fat bastard. It's not funny. It wasn't funny then. It wasn't even funny when Mike Myers was doing it, in my opinion. Like I well, like I mean, I don't think anything Mike Myers ever did was funny, but I'm a very specific kind okay. of person. So. Well, Wayne's World is classic and you and <laughs> so I married an axe murderer is also a fantastic movie. Like there's a lot of really good like I, I haven't stuff, seen either of funny. those movies, so but maybe I should watch those. There watch there are two Wayne's World movies. Okay. It's diminishing returns on the second one, but it's still a good movie. It's still fun. Okay. Okay. Oh Sounds my good. gosh. You know what, Amanda? I, I don't know if we can do this student bodies <laughs> podcast anymore because I just feel like I don't even I don't know have you enough at reference. All. This, I know. Well this, I will this I will like say a rift. Now we can go out that you're like, you know what, I had to end the podcast because Amanda just wasn't pulling her weight with her Disney knowledge. So. Yeah. It's a I'm sorry to be so disappointing. It is but it is funny that like it it is now abundantly clear that anything that predates 1996 is like a it's like a a 70 30 chance. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I that, I would say that that's a very accurate statistic. Yeah. 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 So we'll just go so, go with that assumption moving yeah. forward. Thankfully, thankfully, uh, student bodies is after 1996. There you go. And yeah. you have seen every single episode, and I know that. Go. So we'll be I okay. Seen every single episode of student bodies. I'm sorry. You am I seen... supposed to have seen every single episode of student bodies? How have you... Well, I mean, the depth that we've talked about it in the past. There's I, like I just 60 episodes of Student... No, I didn't watch every single episode of Student okay. Bodies. I watched okay. a lot of episodes of Student Bodies. But, I mean, again, I, it wasn't like a show that I was... I watched every episode of Roswell. That is the only show that I can tell you from my childhood that I watched every single episode of multiple times and taped them and was really diligent about doing the thing where you stop during the commercials and then you, like, start again. Oh, those tapes were a thing of beauty. And like, like you were, like you, you were actively taping them. You weren't setting the thing. Actively, and... Oh, oh no, no, no. I actively taped them so that I could get rid of the commercials. And here's the thing. There was a song that was so perfect for this really iconic moment in Roswell. Um, and they couldn't get the rights to it for the DVD release. So it's only available. Like if you taped Roswell. On your bootleg, like on your unofficial great bootlegs. episode. <laughs> no, because I don't, I can't like rip them off. The, I guess I could rip them off the VHSs. But like uh, these, these tapes were like beautiful, Michael. I like decorated them and they were like so perfectly like, like I was obsessed with Roswell. <laughs> I watched every single episode. It was so good. Uh... Ugh. Ugh. Anyways. So no, yes, I'm going to disappoint you when we get into student bodies because there will definitely be episodes of student. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that like a blanket like <laughs> I had to watch every episode to like something because I I definitely haven't. I don't think I've watched. I yeah. Not to not to like it. I just I I I don't know. I just I don't know Dude. any other way of being, which is that okay. like I like this thing enough to do a podcast about it. I guarantee I've seen every episode of it. Or if it's something that's going to happen, I mean, I will watch every episode of it for better or worse. And then we did (laughs) seven seasons of Arrow, eight seasons of Arrow. What, what season did that end on? Eight? Ugh, eight. Yeah. There were a lot of episodes of that. Oh, I watched also all of Smallville. 
I was going to say, because you were saying like like Roswell, I didn't want to call you out and be like, you've definitely seen every episode of Smallville. Every episode of Smallville, every episode of Roswell, and every episode of Friends. I've, uh, like, multiple times for all three of those shows. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. And then, obviously, in my, like, older years, like, in the past few years, there's definitely, like, shows that are, like, current that I've watched multiple times, but, like, yeah, not... I, there's not really anything that I can think of from my childhood that's like beyond that. From back like when it was difficult it was to access like, TV. Yeah, difficult to access stuff. But Breaker High only had like one season. So I feel like I watched all the episodes of Breaker High. And then Two Guys Are Girl in a Pizza Place because, again, it only had like one season. So there's like some stuff like that that I feel like I watched all of it. But very, very rare that I would have watched everything. And then again, the, the, I, See, I, I actually don't even the, think I watched all of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Cause there was so much of it. Yeah. But the key, the key movie. difference here, the key difference here between you and I in these time periods is that you had friends to hang out with and I had uh, the TV. So I, uh, I definitely watched like a lot of shows multiple times through shows that I didn't even really like. There was a Donkey Kong country TV show based off of the Donkey Kong Country video games that was not good. But when Teletoon started in 1997, 98, whenever that was, uh, there weren't a lot of shows on Teletoon. And Donkey Kong was on like three times a day. And uh, sometimes there was nothing else on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, it was it was the lesser of evils and uh and so i just i just watched another episode of that show that i didn't like again so th- there was a starship troopers show called roughnecks that like the animation was awful awful and i was a huge starship troopers fan like from the movie right uh and this this series was like a sequel to the movie kind of um Although it, it was very loose, it it didn't take it too seriously. I mean, I watched in terms reboot of movie continuity, but that like, was the thing I watched. Yeah, like it was not a good show, and I watched every episode of that. I guarantee I've seen every episode of Roughnecks, uh, and wow. I did not like it. Uh, there's a, yeah, there's see, probably several shows like that. that. Yeah. There, what's really funny are the shows like that that I didn't like at the time, but then now as an adult because I've watched those episodes so many times, a really good example of this is a show called captain star that was on Teletoon that like when I was a kid, I didn't get it. I did not like it, but as an adult, I think back on some of those episodes and I'm like, that show was actually really, really good. And I was just a stupid kid. Like I didn't understand the star Trek references in it. And I didn't understand. It was like a very, um, uh, like metaphysical almost like esoteric uh, uh, sci-fi sitcom but it was animated and the animation style was not my usual thing and like uh, I think it was British I don't know it was European in some respect but uh, I yeah and and I think back on it and I'm like I really wish that I could watch all of those now because I think that I would really like them I uh, because <laughs> even just like the stories that I remember, I'm like, that was actually a really well-made show. I just wasn't ready for it yet. Uh, that's how much TV I watched. It's that like, that is, you're, yeah, it's that's like in my brain as like a show that I watched and didn't like, but now I'm like, mm, maybe I did like it. I just didn't know I liked yeah. it yet. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, because you would go hang out with your friends after school, and I would go uh, to the video game store and then home. That's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I and then I worked in my mom's store, right? Like, and and that like we had a TV there, and I was stuck there, in it oh, basically yeah. in a hotel gift shop, uh, for like I mean like four hours after school because I would I would get there at about three forty five four o'clock. And then I would be there until eight o'clock at night. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, almost every weeknight, almost every school night. So, uh, yeah, and that was for like three years. So that's a lot of TV too. But in in high school, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, like I worked in I worked. Do you know where I worked in high school? No. Have I have I not talked to you about where I worked in high school? Uh, maybe at some oh. point, but I but I just maybe didn't care. <laughs> I worked at McDonald's. I worked at McDonald's. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that you yeah. worked at McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Not so much TV watching so, at McDonald's. Did you so work there TV when watching. Jen worked there too? Did you guys work together? Uh, yes, but briefly, I think. Just I don't think we crossover. worked together. Very. She she had been working there when I started, I think, because she was like mm. more senior than me. And I would not have remembered that ever had you not just said it right now. And <laughs> me being like, oh, I think we did work together. Or maybe I left when she... Anyways we i don't think we worked together for very long but um it was good training i mean i don't know i learned a lot of mcdonald's and then i worked in day camps and never looked back to food service oh no that's a lie i totally worked at white spot when i was in university yeah but then i worked in theater and then i never looked back because that was like that was the shift in my that's how i like signify my shift in my in my life like in terms of like my tra- trajectory was like working in, cause I'm terrible. I'm terrible. There are some people that are really good at customer service and at the service industry. I am not one of those people. The <laughs> worst nightmares I've ever had are from food service. Like I would, I would dream of forgetting people's food like every night. And so I, I absolutely, I was ter- I was absolutely rubbish at it and I hated it. I mean, I try to be good at everything that I do. So I don't think I was like the worst server in the world, but it definitely like wasn't my calling. So there are some people that are really good at it, but I remember transitioning like from that job at white spot and then trying to look at other jobs and being like, Oh, wouldn't it be super nice to be able to work at a place where I didn't have to wear a uniform. Cause I had only really had jobs that required like uniforms and then getting the job at the, at the theater company and being like, Oh my gosh, this is like, I could do mm. I could do jobs that I'm good at and that like are also like a little bit free more free and that was just great and then I did that for six years and then I did my job now so it, but I remember that transition very distinctly because I applied at Sammy J Peppers on the, on the island the same time that I applied for on Granville Island the same time that I applied for the Arts Club and so getting a job at the Arts Club was really awesome because I didn't have to wear a uniform and I remember that being like a thing was like <laughs> not having to wear a uniform as like a as like a weird sort of like having this like ownership over your own like identity as an employee which i think people take for granted like or there's maybe i mean i'm sure that there's like a lot of like i'm sure that there's a lot of academia about that about like identity and and uniforms and service Mm -hmm. industry jobs but um for me it was a very like personal experience that i remember that transition so anyways 
Yes, I did. A, I did a lot of stuff in high school, so I probably didn't. I, I was also like a huge old nerd. Like I did leadership and like all of that stuff, right? And and drama and like I did extracurricular drama and I did weekend drama. Oh, that's what I did a lot of that too. Like I I did weekend drama when I was younger too. Like we did kids theater. I don't know. Didn't you do? Did you do community theater when you were in? I have theater? never done any community theater. The only theater I oh, ever did was in high school. Oh yeah, no, I did like that's yeah. like I did I did drama programs my whole like like as a child I remember doing those and like doing the like yeah I did I did drama programming like on on my extracurricular weekends and then also did drama at school so I did a lot of drama 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 and then that's yeah, when I sort I of became obsessed with television that sort of went hand in hand so I didn't do any extracurriculars really like like other than theater. Uh, like other than like like theater at school like i didn't because i was i mean like i played hockey in what uh third fourth fifth and sixth grade did i play hockey in seventh grade i think seventh grade might have been my last year yeah so i like i played hockey for a while that and that would have been it but like that's but that's the thing is that like we were like a sports house right like like both of my brothers are jocks yeah so right. like and that's where like the me being left to my own devices stems from is very much it's two right. things it's it's the fact that Christopher has down syndrome special needs so there's like other stuff going on with him and then Anthony was like I mean like I've talked about it before people call him Ace right like mm-hmm. that's his name even more so than Anthony uh like he'll he'll answer to Ace before he'll answer to Anthony, um, and that's from like before I was born that he had that nickname. So uh, he everybody thought that he was going to be a professional athlete and was putting all their eggs in that basket. It worked out really well. I uh, and then sorry, <laughs> that was really funny. <clears throat> sorry, I uh, and then. Christopher had his his you know sort of uh, uh, extra attention required um, for a variety of reasons, but he was also like he's Chris is like a special Olympics athlete, like he like like he has traveled the world, <laughs> North America, not the world, but like I don't, th- I don't like, think I knew that. That's cool. Yeah, he's like like he's yeah. like certainly like nationals and stuff, but he's also been down to the states and stuff um for special olympics stuff like he's he's a very accomplished bowler uh, uh and um oh no I soccer think I that. floor hockey oh, yeah. i i uh, back in the day baseball i i not so much anymore but um yeah like like he he's he, he they're both jocks like they both right. love sports and uh that is not my jam I did not take hockey seriously. And when they started talking about like when the coaches started telling me that I needed to take it seriously, that was when I said to my dad, I quit. I'm done. I'm not, I am not out there to be a professional. I I have no like, I, 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 yeah, desire. Like I don't want to play in the NHL one day. Like that's not why I'm there. Like I like skating. I like, Frankly, I like being wearing pads and hitting other people. That was really fun. I because I, I played defense because I had a growth spurt in fifth grade and was like a foot taller than everybody. 
right? <laughs> so then you put me in hockey pads, and I was also a foot wider than everybody. So they put <laughs> they moved me from right wing onto defense, and we're like, that guy, go stop him. And it was like, okay. And that's that's nice. what I did. And it was fun. I enjoyed that. But then when it started to be like, oh, you like you, we got to like take this seriously. And there's people watching. And I was like, oh, there's pressure now. I'm out of here. I have, I have, I don't have better things to do than this, but I would <laughs> but rather I do that. things than this. <laughs> like there's a million things I'd rather be doing than being screamed at by an assistant coach. It's never the coach. The coach is always a decent person. It's always the assistant coaches. There's always one. There's always one assistant coach that thinks that he should be the coach that picks somebody like me that doesn't take it seriously. And then just like screams as if that's going to change my mind. Right. I don't know. I guess mission accomplished. I quit. Right. So it's like, I'm not, I'm, I, I ceased to be on the team. So I like, yeah, job, job well done. A uh, grown man berating a twelve-year-old. That's yeah. He, I, I'm sh- I'm sure that that guy really felt good about himself when he went home. Gold, gold. Uh, I you made me you made me realize what I did as a child though. I did dance. I forgot that that's like when I was younger because I stopped doing dance when mm-hmm. I got to the point where they said I had to do point. Like you you get to a certain point where you have to do like like ballet on on point, and I yeah. didn't want to do that. So I, I wasn't able to continue doing jazz classes because I really wanted to do, like, I liked jazz, but I didn't really like ballet. And then that's when I had to stop. That was when my mm. dance career dreams were dashed. Or I mean, not career dreams, but, like, I just, I really enjoyed dance. And so I stopped doing it. And then yeah. I did theater instead. But you're making, but that's, like, I did that as a child. So I did a lot of dance. And then I did drama. So I've always been a performer. I feel like I've always done stuff on stage. Wow, mm-hmm. that's an interesting. Like I remember like I don't remember doing it, but I know that I did tap as a really really little kid like before I was in kindergarten. Like I remember going to the there was like a dance school like out at the airport and I like I have memories of like going to do that and there's like videos of me doing little like tap as a little like 4-year-old or whatever. Super cute. Ugh. What a reminiscing episode of Thunderquack podcast, so, Michael. So, so we went to Disneyland, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we were supposed to talk about that, but we didn't. Uh, we talked about Disney. We did talk about I Disney. Feel like this is like the thing with Disneyland is that it brings you back to your childhood. That's the magic of Disneyland is that it's for little kids and it makes you remember mm-hmm. what it was like to be a little kid. And I feel like this is very on brand for that. So, yeah, I, I feel like it's. I'll tell you, I don't think I'm going to mix Celebration and Disneyland again in this way. So much. It did not work. It did not work with the kids. (laughs) It it was fine when it was just Crystal and I, uh, and and we were Mm -hmm. meeting up with other adults without kids and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mm -hmm. now it's like, no, it just, yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work out the way that I think that we wanted it to. I mean, it was a good trip. Like, like it was fun, but it was a lot more stressful. It was very exhausting and it was way too long. It was way too long of a trip. Uh, uh, We were, we were there. Yeah. A very long time. You were there so so many days. I feel like, Um, yeah, it was, it was like when I told my sister, like, cause I was finished my trip and then I was there and I feel like I remember my mom and my sister messaging me while I was in Disneyland being like, when are you coming back? You've been there for so long. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, but I'm glad that I got to like, here's a, here's a hot tip for everybody. Disneyland is great with children, but -hmm. you should go with children that are not your own so that you don't (laughs) have to deal with them all the time. Like I couldn't imagine. It was exhausting watching you guys have to deal with them. And like, like I, very much enjoyed the one night that I got like got to hang out with the girls because they were so exhausted and just went to bed. Like that was like yeah. the only way that I could like, but it's, it's exhausting watching you guys with the kids. And I don't know, just kudos to you for raising the new generation of humans that will rule the <laughs> earth. So I, it wasn't, I, it wasn't until the last day in the airport when I explained to you, um, this isn't always the case, but a lot of the time it's the case. When I use that voice, I'm not angry. Like, I'm not actually, but they need to think that I'm angry, right? Yeah. Like, they, like, they need to, like, it's the fear of God, right? Like, they have to, yeah. they have to, Kara in particular, it doesn't work very well on Cassie because she's so defiant, but, which is, it, it, I mean, like, it's going to serve her well when she's an adult um at being a, a woman in in you know uh uh, uh on earth um that defiance yeah, i think if she is, just is, is going to be really really if she looks at her bosses the way that she looks at you when you yell it's yeah. gonna be yes good cassie yeah. Good um, you. yeah so it's like on the one hand like i definitely don't want to like squash that spirit right like i want her to have that <laughs> But, um, but at the same time, I also need her to not run away and, uh, and like, like, you know, dart into traffic or jump out of moving vehicles. Or um, open that that like exit door onto the tarmac. Yeah. (laughs) At the airport. Yeah. Yes. I, but yeah, I, 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 I realized that after the fact of like, oh, cause you've hung out with us, but you haven't spent that much time with us. Uh, and you maybe hadn't experienced the full extent of the dad voice that comes out that is like, I mean, it works, right? She was going for that door. She was 100% yeah. going for that door stopped. that was labeled yeah. emergency exit alarm will sound, <laughs> which was going to ruin yeah. everybody's day, right? <laughs> uh, and I think I think I probably said Cassie Freeze. And she stopped, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Yeah. but you can't just say Cassie freeze. It has to be, yeah. it's so yeah. I equate it to in Jurassic Park when I uh, Grant gets out of the car with the flare and he lights the flare and he's got the T-Rex's attention and he's, and the T-Rex is like following the flare and Grant knows what he's doing. Cause he's an actual expert and a, and a very smart person, uh, not a pseudo intellectual like Ian Malcolm, right? So he, uh, as much as I love Ian Malcolm, but Shots he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, I, I, what, what is a chaotician? That's not a real job. I, <laughs> it's not it's just an academic, like get out of here. I, I go tell the people about your PhD somewhere else. I, but Grant is doing the thing and then he tosses it and the T-Rex is about to go follow the flare off into the jungle. And then they can like regroup and like hide from this dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. Malcolm being the, uh, uh, idiot full of bravado that he is grabs a flare, lights it up in the car and then jumps out and starts yelling at the T-Rex and, and waving the, the, the flare and Grant turns to him and 
screams Ian freeze. And when I yell at the girls to freeze, I yell with the same intonation as Grant yelling at Ian to not get eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's what I'm always like. That's this is like my method acting uh, approach to dealing with them when I when I have to tell them to stop moving because I'll tell them to freeze sometimes and they don't listen. But if I but if I'm coming from that real place of uh, you're about to be eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex, if you don't listen to me they tend to listen. So that's a parenting tip for everybody out there. Who's got a a three to five year old. Um, Really hoping that Cassie grows out of this stage soon. (laughs) I was saying that to crystal yesterday. It's just like, I'm just, I'm, I'm so exhausted by this phase. It's It's just, just, it could be just her personality. You're in for a treat. No, it's it is definitely like it's a it, it's it's a it's a developmental phase of like pushing boundaries and like like yeah, where's yeah. like they they have to do it in order to figure out what safety means, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because yeah. because we have to be a, like human beings have to be a little bit dangerous. When we stop being a little bit dangerous, we stagnate and it's not good for us like emotionally or or mentally, right? So as children, we have to like there is a very specific developmental stage that Cassie is like right in the center of right now, where we have to discover where those boundaries are. And unfortunately for parents, it involves children basically trying to kill themselves three or four times a day, <laughs> which is like it's the exact thing that we're aiming for them to not do, right? Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so yeah, it's very stressful. We went through it with Kara. It's, it, I mean, and and it was it lasted about a year. Uh, Cassie hit it sooner than Kara. Kara, it was like with Kara, it actually like more than likely the the switch flipped when we brought Cassie home from the the hospital, sort uh, of thing, because uh. it was around her third birthday, uh, which Cassie yeah. was born two weeks before her third birthday. So uh, it's and and three was a very difficult year with Kara that was she because she was pushing boundaries and there was a lot more defiance than normal and that sort of thing she grew out of it though she she's she's much better now the problem now is that she's big sister and she has the follower right so she's at the point in her developmental stages where she's discovering her agency and her power in the world and that's very dangerous when there's a very impressionable three or almost three year old that wants to push boundaries and misbehave. Right. Um, so like there was the, the big thing now is telling car, you need to stop getting Cassie in trouble because Cara will go, I didn't do it. And it's like, yeah, but I watched you literally whisper something into Cassie's ear and then Cassie did something she wasn't supposed to do. Like, like I saw that I saw it happen or I, like I saw you do a thing that you knew she was going to follow and something and was going to happen. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Cause she's just experimenting. Like they're brilliant. just little, like brilliant. they're brilliant. scientists. Right. But it's Yeah. But they, the best, but they, the best. they take their own lives in their hands, or their each other's <laughs> lives in their hands, and then you have to like pull them back from the edge of the abyss. The, the best example fun. of something 
of something where that happened where like Kara like used Cassie as an example it was really cute where basically Kara said that something was heavy like I was holding something and she's like it's heavy and I'm like oh yeah it's heavy and like because I kind of like I was like I get it it's a game you want me to like think it's heavy and she's like no no <laughs> like I was doing it wrong and then she turned to Cassie and Cassie was like playing with a balloon or something and she's like Cassie heavy and then Cassie like dropped to the ground with the balloon like on the floor and I'm like oh I get it it's like a, it's from, you this, have to like this is from an episode home. of Bluey it's a it's oh, a is it? it yeah it's a specific oh, okay. game from an episode of Bluey because she oh, had a okay. feather didn't she well, didn't one of them have a feather maybe I no, like so. of the kids or in yeah. the bluey cartoon because well in the bluey cartoon no, the i know kids... that they have a feather but no it was a balloon it was a balloon okay she was playing with her balloon but it was like like i had like my book or something like it was something that it wasn't but anyways it was like a thing that i was like oh i obviously don't get this joke and then it but it was like really cute how cassie like immediately like they were both on the same page and then they like played back and forth for like yeah. a, few, a few minutes this like weird game where i was like how is this a game that you're entertaining yourselves with right now you're just like pretending a balloon is heavy Ugh. that's that's children the innocence of childhood <laughs> so i'll good. tell you like this is the last thing and then we'll and then we'll wrap it up for our final episode of the thunder quack <laughs> podcast i this obi-wan kenobi show i don't want to spoil things for anybody who's maybe waiting until the end of the season or series i guess to watch it all but um there's a lot of parenting vibes in obi-wan kenobi <laughs> and i uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's one of the reasons why it is working so very well for me. Because uh, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's like pitch perfect. It is pitch perfect. It's yeah. A great many things yeah. about it are pitch perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to having a precocious 10-year-old at some point myself. So, <laughs> uh, cool. Obi-Wan Kenobi is so good. It's so good, Amanda. And it's so good that, like, I will do an episode of Faster, More Intense when the season is done. I'm just not going to do episodes for every episode because that's not fun. But at the very end of it, save it all up and then you get it all out of your system. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, It's 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 good. I agree. So it is it is as we record this, it is June the 6th. Uh, in the year 2022, I, I, I think I will do a, I, uh, an off the record at some point and we'll do an office hours at some point in this month. Um, mm-hmm. but we are not going to start doing, uh, let's reboot student bodies until, until July. So just, just so everybody knows, like we're, like we're basically, cause now that celebration is over, that that vacation is over and everything. Now I like, there's a bunch of technical stuff that I have to do in order to get ready to do the show, um, like to prep for it and everything. Um, but I stay tuned on, like, if you're, if you're following thunder quack on any of the social media, then you'll be okay. The episodes will be in this feed as well. So like, you don't have to worry about that. You'll 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 get them here too. Uh, but I I at some point in the next couple of weeks, once we've got the the music sorted out, um, we'll put out sort of like a promo episode so that I can set up the feed. So look forward to that. Um, follow all of our social media for 
uh, for Let's Reboot Student Bodies, which is at Student Podcast. Uh, if if you uh, like B O D C A S T, um, get it because it's like student bodies and podcasts, and we put them together. I I so yeah on Twitter on Instagram uh, all of that stuff. I and uh, yeah when 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 stuff is live and you can subscribe and everything, that's that's the best place to 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 see that stuff as it happens. But like I said, I'll also post on the Thunderquack feed and everything as well so uh so if you're subscribed here already you'll get that you'll also get it if you're a patreon subscriber you're going to get it on patreon anyways so um but uh but yeah that'll that'll be sometime in july i we haven't really we haven't really set like what day we're going to record and what like like sort of like the release schedule of when the episodes will come out and stuff but um at some point in july we'll start doing that uh i yeah, uh, and all of the episodes, because I've gotten this question a lot, all of the episodes will be on YouTube, like all uh, of Student Bodies. Um, I haven't run into anybody having any issues like with it being region locked or anything yet. So, so hopefully that remains the case wherever you are in the world that you'll be able to watch the episodes on that. Again, like the social media channels, every week we'll post like the next episode we'll post a link to the youtube uh, i like a youtube link to the next episode of student bodies in advance of us recording um so so you guys will be able to like sort of watch it as we put the episodes out um every it'll be every other week because that, that's going to be our release schedule but i uh, yeah uh you can also just like once you've gone there it's uh, the channel is called encore right that's what it was i think so um, yeah 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 i you can go there and you you just watch through all of student bodies right now if you felt like it it's i uh, i don't know if every single episode is up yet um all of the first season is definitely up and that's kind of what we're committed to right now is doing at least the first season so um so yeah that's all there i uh, so you guys can start watching those in advance or you can wait and i i every other week sort of i think what i'll do is it'll probably be like on the off week i'll post the episode to watch the episode yeah yeah that makes sense yeah um, they're in the middle yeah. of season three right now in yeah. posting i'm just i'm just checking it out so yeah they've they've been posting i yeah. i believe they've been posting an episode every week so uh, uh it looks uh, like it yeah yeah, yeah so, like every soon week, enough every they'll, other they'll, they'll be done because there's not really that mm-hmm. many episodes um, and, mm-hmm. and when we started following this, like they were already partway through season two. So, um, yeah. yeah, but that's pretty much it. That's it for this episode. This we're done the Thunderquack podcast and we're on to the next thing. So, uh, I don't know. I guess thanks it's for been listening. Grand. Right? Yeah. 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 It's been, it's been a journey. The podcast podcasting continues. This was our, this was like our pandemic podcast. Yeah, more or less, right? Because we started doing this regularly right after Arrow ended, which was the beginning of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's ridiculous to think back on that, right? That like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how that went. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man. 
Cool. Well, thank you guys for sticking with us from Quiver uh, through Thunderquack. And I mean, like to the people who found us via Thunderquack and started listening because of this podcast. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't understand why. And maybe you can explain <laughs> it to me at some point. But um, but but thank you. That's great. Because uh, yeah. this was really just Amanda and I shouting into the fun. void. <laughs> Hanging out. Yeah. 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 It was um, it was somebody I had a, I had a work like a like an extracurricular work meeting right before this and and she's like I hope you have like good like I'll let you go to your next meeting and I was like oh no it's a podcast with a friend it's just an excuse to hang out yeah <laughs> it's sort of like how I describe the podcast it's great I love it yeah um, so thanks for hanging out with us uh, and uh, yeah the next thing is gonna be much more structured and 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 a show. But uh, but yeah, yeah. you know how it's gonna go. We're gonna get off on tangents. We're gonna go, we're gonna go off the rails on, on all that. But uh, yeah, like I said, thank you for listening for the last few years, and uh, and I'm really excited to start this next thing. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> we've been talking about it since like January. So, uh, <laughs> actually, I guess December, right? It was before Christmas, but uh, maybe yeah, yeah, I think it was yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Again, thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash thunderquack. I, I, which again, like you'll still be like, you'll, you're still going to get bonus stuff. It's just going to be for the new show. Um, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. And, uh, we will, we'll see you on let's reboot student bodies. Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands. And be kind to one another. Follow the Thunderquack Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching the Thunderquack Podcast. You can support us in three ways. First, by heading to the podcast service of your choice and leaving a rating and review. Second, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch from your favorite podcasts. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool rewards like early access and extended episodes. The Thunderquack Podcast is the official podcast of thunderquack.com. Head to thunderquack.com to discover more great podcasts.